0: Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. My topic today, are you an empath or a sympath, is kind of fun because the word sympath doesn't exist, at least not according to Merriam-Webster. But it seems to me that if a person with empathy would be an empath, then a person with sympathy would be a sympath. And as I say sometimes, any spiritual teacher with their salt is going to go around making up words and making up stuff. So there you go. Okay, so what's the difference between sympathy and empathy? Sympathy is subjective. It's like, so if I'm sympathetic with you, I am feeling your pain, I'm in it with you, I belong to it too, it's mine as, as well as yours empathy is more objective. I can say, I know how you feel in some respects, because I've been through the same thing you've been through. It's like if we're talking about perhaps someone going through a divorce. If you've been through a divorce, then you know how difficult it is, and you can relate to the feelings, you have an understanding of what the feelings might be. They're not exactly the same, because everybody's experience is unique. And at the same time, we can we can relate. While sympathy, again, to be repetitive is, Oh, my God, I feel I know exactly how you feel. And you actually go into pain for that person, or in pain with that person. What's interesting, and what got me onto this topic, is that we actually seem to have these two words mixed up. But first, let's go back to the dictionary for just a moment. When I looked up sympathy and empathy, what I discovered, as dictionaries do so often, they use these words to define each other. So you can really play fast and loose with empathy and sympathy. This may sound odd, but I really do think it's important for us to understand what we mean when we use our words, because our words are the symbols that we use to basically create our reality, whether those words are in our heads and our thoughts or whether they're words we're saying. So with that, I am going to define empathy and sympathy in a way that I use them. And if this works for you, great. And if it doesn't, I get that too. And I also realize as I've stopped and recorded this about five times so far, is that we're going way, way near the whole, uh, the whole topic of codependence. And that's going to uh, weave in and out of this as well. But let's just talk about these two words. So if I am sympathetic, according to the dictionary, then I can't tell the difference between your pain and my pain. Well, maybe I can, but I absolutely feel your pain the same way as if it were my pain. If you start talking about an incident that happened and and I've had a similar incident, boy, I am going to be in there with all my own drama. I've got my own feelings. Um, Then I think I know exactly how you feel and I get myself all wound up and we're in it together just you and me, we're in this together, and we know how we feel, and we're going to go out into the world, and we're going to fix things, or whatever it is we do. You'll think about when people are talking about these different organizations that might not be too friendly to the rest of the world, uh, the people who join them are called sympathizers. They're not called empathizers, they're called sympathizers. So that's probably a big hint empathy is so much more objective it's like yes i've been through a situation and uh man i can really relate to how you're feeling but i am staying in my own space and i've got my own take on it but i'm not projecting my feelings on you and i'm not allowing you to project your feelings on me we are able to have a healthy objective conversation about the situation and because i can stay objective i might even be able to give you advice if you wanted it i wouldn't give you advice if you didn't want it but it's like okay when i had this experience this is what happened and this is how i handled it and this is what the outcome was because of these things and this is what i i did that i thought was great and this is what i did that i thought was not so great and this was how it all worked out. In sympathy, I would just be going, man, this so sucks. I know it totally sucks with you. And you don't get anywhere because you're not solving anything because you're just doing the drama. Now, I'm not saying that either one is right or wrong. I might start to think that one is a little bit healthier than the other in emotionally and spiritually. But we're all where we are in any one moment, right? And the idea of this conversation is to understand these differences so that if you find yourself involved with some situation with a person and you're feeling icky and you're taking on their pain and you're starting to lose yourself, if you have a way to define or explain how you're feeling and what's going on, you are much more likely to be able to work your way out of that. And become more objective. And if your goal is to help the person, then you can help them more once you step out of their energy and and get some distance from it. Because while you are enmeshed in that same energy, all you can really do is participate in the drama or get totally involved in trying to fix the situation. And... These are things that we talk about when we talk about codependence as well, that you can't tell the difference between you and another person. And then you feel like you have to fix things for them. And the truth is, is what you're really trying to do is fix things for yourself. So understanding if you are in a sympathetic relationship with someone or an empathetic relationship with someone could actually help you decide what action to take and also help you learn to start taking care of yourself. Because the people that I know that are constantly in sympathy with other people who are in that codependent relationship where they can't tell the difference between them and the other person's and the other person's feelings and the other person's situation. And so the, the, the other person has to, feels like they have to fix everything. This may come as a shock to some people, but this idea of fixing things for other people is not real when someone is trying to fix something for someone else they're not really fixing it for the other person if i feel like i need to fix something for someone else the reality is i am feeling uncomfortable because of that other person because i am so immersed in what's going on with them that i have to fix it not to make them feel better, to get myself out of my own discomfort. I hope I explained that right. In other words, if I'm trying to fix something for someone else, I'm really trying to fix it for myself because I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I am very fortunate that I learned started learning about this in my 20s. So I've had a lot of time to think about it. And it doesn't mean that I don't still sometimes get involved in someone else's pain or drama, but I'm a lot better than I would have been if I hadn't gone into therapy when I was 19. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't like being uncomfortable. And so If we are relating on a personal level to someone else's discomfort or problem, then we're in sympathy with them, and we are not doing ourselves any good, and we're actually not helping the other person at all either, because we aren't objective enough to be able to make good suggestions. We're not objective enough to see things from different points of view. If you are in empathy with a person, you can say, man, I get it that you're unhappy, and I understand that you don't feel good, and I understand that you're scared, or I understand whatever it is is going on, but you can step back now and look at the situation from many different aspects, from many different angles, and you can say, well, there's this, and then there's this, and have you thought about this? And of course you want to be careful of not telling people anything. I do it by asking questions. Have you considered, is it possible that, could this could this be another way of looking at it? And sometimes the person is going to reject everything because they're so into their own drama or their own situation that they are not able to look at anything differently at the moment. But again, whenever we are either in sympathy or empathy, It's really about us and how we feel and how we're perceiving the situation. I might perceive a situation as being really icky and awful and the other person might just be fine with it or they might be working with it, through it in their own way and it's none of my business. So you've got sympathy, you've got empathy and you've got none of your business. That sounds really cold, I know, but there are times when we just have to let people be. We let them know that we care. We sit with them in the dark if we, if we need to, or if they want us to, but at some point, we have to allow each person to be who they are and do what they do in their own way because the only solutions that work for any of us are our own solutions, not someone else's. Now, someone else might make a suggestion and you might go, oh, that's a good idea, but ultimately it becomes your solution. Or the other person might say, that's a good idea. And then they might work it around another way and come out with you know, a solution that you wouldn't have thought of and you wouldn't have done it that way. But this is where, if you're sympathetic, you're going to judge how they do it. If you're empathetic, you're going, good job, you worked it out. Which brings us to the other point, is if you are so involved in someone else's stuff, i.e., in this case, being sympathetic there's a really good chance that that you're going to be judging the situation, judging the person for being in the situation, judging the person's decisions, all of this judgy stuff that happens when we are too closely involved in a, a situation. Whereas if you're empathetic, you can sit back and you can say, okay, I wouldn't necessarily do it that way, but hey, if it's working for them, that's what really counts. I'm not saying this is easy stuff. When you are deeply, deeply involved and committed to the success of another person's life, i.e. if you are a parent, then there's always that tendency to want to make things right and, and make them good for the child, as well as sometimes not being able to tell the difference between yourself and your child. I don't have children, but my husband does. And one day a few years ago, his daughter, who does have some psychological uh, things going on, was on the verge of being evicted from an apartment. And I watched him stand in the hallway, and I was fascinated because... First of all, this is not something that ever would ever happen in his life. He's always had a very stable life. But I watched him on the phone and I realized that it was like he was the one who is going to be evicted. He was completely immersed in what it would feel like if he was the one who was going to lose his home and the outcome was fine. She, we ended up working it out so that that, was, that didn't happen. But it was a really great lesson for me in watching him become so— he just couldn't tell the difference between him and his child. And I've talked with other people and I've watched other people with kids. And it's like once a parent, always a parent. So even if you have a 35 year old child who's having something going on, there's still that they're part of me. And we're on some level, we seem like we are the same person. I know my sister had that with her son is that she really could not tell the difference between her and him, even though he lived thousands of miles away and spent most of his time out of the country he was still a part of her and she couldn't tell the difference between the two of them and it was very hard for her and very painful and it was hard to watch but i had empathy and i was able to sit back and say you know this is her this is her relationship with her son and this is how she is and this is how she has to work things out And while the parent-child relationship is the easiest way to talk about this enmeshment, this sympathy that goes beyond anything that's healthy for anybody, it's certainly not limited to that. I know... I talk to people all the time, I've witnessed things over the years of how people are so enmeshed with each other that they can't tell the difference. And very frankly, when I was very young, I had a couple of those relationships too. I just was very fortunate to start learning about this much earlier in my life than some people. So there's no judgment. There's no judgment that if you are in in a position where you get so involved in other people's stuff and very and granted we have to admit that there are people who simply love drama and they get themselves in other people's stuff just because they can and they find it exciting and it is also a great distraction if i'm over here getting involved and being sympathetic with your emotions and your divorce and your kid being messed up and your whatever guess what i don't have to look at my own stuff as you can see there are a lot of components to this And I want to backtrack a little bit and explain one of the reasons that this came to my mind is that I see on Facebook all the time people talking about, I'm an empath, I feel other people's pain. How do I stop feeling other people's pain? It's like it's my pain and I feel overwhelmed and I can't function because I'm in so much pain because of other people. Now, I will absolutely admit that there are people, and I am one of them, who do sense other people's pain on a physical level. I can know if someone's in pain. I can know if, uh, I get a feeling of something's going to happen and it doesn't feel good and then something happens and I go, okay, that was what was coming. There is that element, that psychic energetic element where we do pick up on other people's energy. That's different than picking up on their emotions. I don't know if that's going to make any sense either, but it is about picking up on other people's energy. And then we interpret that energy according to our own feelings. So if someone is feeling is is coming across as being hyper and a little bit overwrought, we might feel that energy. And then we interpret that energy in our own way. An example of this is a few weeks ago while we were getting ready for all of the holiday services that are going to be happening at SLC. I kept having people tell me, I know you're really busy. I know you're really busy. I know you're really busy. And then I got, I really needed help, but I didn't want to ask you because you were so busy. So I thought about that and I went back to the, to the i actually went back to the whole staff and I said, look, I understand I talk fast, I walk fast. I have this energy that probably means that it feels like I'm really busy all the time. And yes, I have probably said I have several things to do, but please, please still ask me because even though I'm putting out this vibe, it doesn't mean that I can't or won't make time and it doesn't mean that what you need done might actually be more important than what I've got right this very moment. So please, I don't, don't know how much of it is my vibe and how much you're projecting on me. So please stop projecting and simply ask me. And everybody was like, Oh, thank you so much. And much of it was their projecting because of a how I just appear in the world and b just the vibe that they were getting from me. So understanding that yes, we pick up on on everybody else's energy. But it's not like we catch it. It's not like somebody else's energy is contagious. We are energetic beings. Our hearts radiate out in energy several feet outside our bodies. We feel each other. We run into each other and we respond to each other vibrationally, think of bells. If you ring one bell, another bell is going, and then another bell that's closed is also going to start vibrating. And it's going to start resonating with the other bell until you have, say you have a room with five bells in it, you ring one and they all will start to resonate. They might not just ring, 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 but they will resonate. And that's what we do with each other so if i encounter someone who is radiating negative energy and they can radiate it by just being by talking by waving their hands in the air i mean there's all kinds of ways we are just we are vibrational energetic beings and the vibration is always there so we're always encountering the different vibrations and of course almost all of that is subconscious we we're not we're not even really aware of it until we're in a really good mood and we go somewhere and there's someone who's being cranky as all get out and then we walk away feeling like, well crap. It's like somebody let the air out of our balloon. Well, that's because we resonated with them. Just like bells resonate with each other, we resonate. Which means of course that awareness is the key here. So bringing this back to a more personal level and how do we work with this empathy and sympathy thing in our lives? First of all, understanding or deciding for yourself the difference between these two words. I'm not going to I'm not trying to tell you how to use them. This was just a conversation to get you thinking about that. So there's that. There's the other part of becoming aware of what you are doing with your encounters with other people. Say, for instance, you go out shopping and you're in a great mood, and then you go into one store and you walk out, all of a sudden feeling completely different. The trick is to be aware of that and maybe just go sit in your card for a moment and decide what it is happened because this empathy, sympathy thing happens on the unconscious level as well as the conscious level. And then you can start to think through or work through what was going on for you when you were in that store. And if it was a person who was simply vibrating at a low level, you could take a moment close your eyes, take a few breaths and just push that energy away from you and decide to resonate at a different level. Turn on some music that you like and help you to regain your own resonance. Why is any of what I have been saying for the last almost 20 minutes important or why do I think it's important enough to talk about? Well, we are so much in each other's business these days. And we as a at least in the United States, we are so judgmental of each other. And we are either making people, other people wrong or or people are out there trying to fix other people when they don't want to be fixed. And everybody's got to be this way or that way. And This is really just a message about, let's stop. Let's just stop it. Understand between sympathy and empathy and do the best we can with the people around us and step back into the whole idea of empathy a little bit. I am who I am. I am a divine being living a physical earth life, and that's all good. All of it is good. Each of us has our own reason for being on this planet. Each of us has our own reason for doing what we do in our lives. And we need and must respect that of other people no matter how much we disagree with them. And the difference I really think between sympathy and empathy is if I am in sympathy with someone and I'm trying to have their feelings and I'm trying to have their, their thoughts as a sympath, then I'm going to start judging them if they don't agree with me or if I don't agree with them or I'm going to judge them because everything I try to do to fix them doesn't work because A, they don't want me to fix them in the first place and B, it's not really my job. Being an empath means that you stand in your own light in your own energy you know who you are you know that spot inside you that has not been touched by the outside world you know that you can go there and you can find your own solutions you know that you can go there and send that energy out to another person who is in trouble who has issues who who needs help on some level but may not be ready to take it at the the physical overt level when you know who you are, when you can step back and watch the world and not necessarily be of it, but participate in it, that's when you come into your own and that's when you move from being a sympath to an empath. And I realize that I have decided that being an empath is a better way to be. I think it's healthier because you're more objective and you're not sub- subjecting yourself to other people's junk honestly, we all create enough of our own that we don't need to get ourselves involved in other people's stuff. I invite you this week to simply ponder the difference between being an empath and being a sympath. And look at who you want to be how you want to be in the world, you get to decide because it's your life. And if you have other people who depend on you, or if you have a relationship where you've got someone who is somehow expecting you to, tr- to save them, you can start to find ways to back off of that. And when you decide that you are an empath as opposed to a sympath, I think you will find that you have a healthier relationship with, with other people with yourself, and with your divine nature within. And we all know that this is where it begins. It begins within, in that place that has never been touched by the outside world. And when we can go, and when you can go into that spot, into that place, and orient yourself, and ground yourself, and know that that is the vibration that you want to take out into the world, that vibration will... Go out there and then other people will resonate with you at that level and you will be able to maintain that energy and it will be a wonderful, wonderful experience. I wish you blessings and a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the sun and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.